0: Hello, I'm Ryan. And I'm Catherine. We're part of the BlendJet team. And husband and wife. If you're one of the 5 million people who use a BlendJet portable blender, thank you. A few years ago, I
1: had a freak accident and almost died. Daily smoothies have helped me recover.
0: We created BlendJet to help people live healthier lives by making it easy to enjoy perfectly blended smoothies and protein shakes anytime, anywhere.
1: The BlendJet 2 portable blender is powerful, USB rechargeable,
0: cleans itself, and comes in over 30 colors. Get yours now on BlendJet.com. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
1: Back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, the ticketfm.com. Nick and Rico with you. Feel free to stay in touch with the show, 402-464-5685. You can always hit us up on Twitter, Nick underscore Sainer and at Radio Rico AC. Um, Okay, so a little bit of of show promoting. Tonight, we'll have the Teammates Mentoring Hour. Ben Stilley, Maddie Fowler, Jim Bennett will uh, be in studio with me for the Teammates Mentoring Hour tonight. So looking forward to that one, talking to to Ben Stilley. Obviously, you guys know him from, from Husker football, but uh, he was also a teammate's mentor. And then Maddie Fowler, uh, she is the color commentator for Husker softball currently. She played for Nebraska softball, and she's also a teammate mentor. And then Jim Bennett's um, part of the staff there as well. So we'll, we'll talk from 6 to 7 tonight. So join me 6 to 7 tonight for teammates mentoring hour. Um, once again, those three will, will join me. All right, let's, uh, let's talk Husker men's basketball here. So Derek Walker returns to Nebraska ball. Big, big news Massive. for for Nebraska
2: and D. Walk is back.
1: I'll, I'll ask you this, Rico. Now that we know um, Blaze Keita is back for is, sure, or, or not back, but is, is reaffirmed his commitment yeah, is in and and for the first time, does Nebraska have a legit front court? Because I don't know how much
2: yes. No. Uh, yes, I think I don't. So why, too. I don't know why I thought so hard. Yes. No. Yes, they do. Blaze Blaze Kita is a is a legitimate Big Ten big man at yes. six ten, six eleven, whatever he's listed as, whatever he's at. He's a he's over six nine. It's great. He's two hundred plus, two hundred twenty plus pounds. He's a big dude. He's muscular. He's still slightly new to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe is what they said. He's like six or seven years into playing basketball, so he's still a little raw, but. His touch around the rim has improved. And this is this is from Derek Walker himself, who played with Blaise Keita for a season. Um, I think it was in high school. Um okay. but yeah, which saw they're both from. But um so so his touch has improved, he's fantastic around the rim, he's a great rebounder, he takes pride in his rebounding, um, great shot blocker, again a physical presence that of which Nebraska hasn't had in the post for a, a decent amount of time. Uh And then you pair that with a guy like Derek Walker who you can see moving to the power forward slot um with his foot footwork and what he said is he's got some moves that he still hasn't broken out uh, or that people haven't seen yet here in nebraska he's got a he's got a decent mid range game uh maybe if he works on his shooting maybe he can stretch it out to some corner threes mm-hmm. I'm not saying he I'm not saying he will I'm not no. saying he's gonna become a a stretch four but I'm saying he can he can shoot the midi, he's got fantastic footwork, he knows the Big Ten. He's he's played in the Big Ten for a season and a half. Uh you know what he can do rebounding, you know what he can do defensively, and just his his smarts, his basketball yeah. IQ is just off the charts. So if you have a guy like that, a veteran presence on the team in the starting lineup to pair with a legit big man in Blaze Keita, mm-hmm. uh that front court looks amazing just off of those two alone. Yeah, with what you were saying with Blaze Keita, six foot eleven,
1: two hundred thirty pounds, um, is what he measures at right now. But similar to what Rico said, like to add on, it's huge for the continuity of the program. In, in, a, in an off season where once again Nebraska's going to have to replace quite a few bodies, and Bryce McGowan's and and despite Trevor Lakes and and Eduardo not not necessarily playing a ton early on in the season, and, and Eduardo kind of came on later. Um, replacing those guys, and and we still don't know what the deal is with Trey McGowan's and what his decision is, mm-hmm. and things like that. You have continuity now in in the front court at least with Derek Walker returning, Blaise Keeter reaffirming his commitment. You still have a guy like Oleg, who you know, what kind of role is he really going to play Free Oleg? And then and then lastly, it's don't forget Wilhelm Breidenbach down there. That mm-hmm. if, if you want to go a little bit of a smaller lineup.
2: Then he could he's capable not of even, playing the five. It's not even smaller. Like he's he's, well, he that's right. Was six eleven. That's right. Six out. eight, and then he stood up straighter, and he got to six ten, six eleven. So it wouldn't even be shorter. Yeah, it would be more, thinner. a more yeah a, a thinner. thinner, more of a shooting centric lineup. That makes sense. Uh, <laughs> you could go with <laughs> shooting centric. Yeah, shooting centric. Yeah. yeah, I know it's weird. Uh, with Wilhelm at the five, uh, but again. He is he. He has great defensive IQ. He's a really he's a solid rebounder. Uh, based on what he did in high school, I don't know uh, Nebraska because he got injured so early. So, look, man the the bigs that Nebraska has are looking pretty. Mm-hmm. At least three of them because we don't know what we're well, getting with Oleg.
1: You don't know what you're getting with Oleg. Um, and, and on that continuity, just a little bit of a sidebar here. Nebraska did announce also that Armand Gates will be returning with the staff. So despite Dennis Gates, his brother, ah. getting the head coaching job at Missouri, uh, Armand will stay on Nebraska's staff. So they have one spot to fill, and that's the spot of, of Matt And We don't know what – it's actually been kind of quiet. The the Very quiet. And weirdly quiet, like
2: almost in a sense where they must know what they're doing already. It's It's Nebraska football offensive coordinator quiet. Where, okay. where there was, except for that, there was a lot of speculation, but no legit, like, coming from anybody serious type of rumors. It was a lot of, well, there's, the, remember the, the Coastal Grant, Carolina. Grant,
1: well, yeah, Chadwick, or Chad, Jeremy, Chadwell?
2: I don't remember his Either name, way, but, but it was no, the Coastal was Carolina, like Grant Carolina Harrell, OC, Graham Yeah, Like, there was just names being thrown out every which way. And then all of a sudden it was like, hey, by the way, it's Mark Whipple. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, I need to figure out the Coastal Carolina. That's going to kill me. Coastal. It was a funny name.
1: Offensive coordinator. Um. Yeah. No. But it, it is good. So there's a little bit of promise. It's not Willie Corn. Um. It oh, well. was Willie Corn. Yeah. Coastal Carolina offensive coordinator. Oh well. Whatever. It was whatever. Willie
2: Corn because that was the Corn Nebraska. It fits so well. Whatever. But he's young, it was Willie Corn. But he's young.
1: Okay. So. Anyway. Talking back about Nebraska basketball like it is it is exciting because Derek Walker you get that leadership the 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 captain comes back or one of the captains are returning for your team and with with a guy like Trey McGowan's not necessarily a huge presence on the floor last year in terms of statistics and in terms of numbers but but with leadership getting a guy like Derek Walker is back and especially when we still don't know what Trey McGowan's ultimate decision will be mm-hmm. so with With Derek Walker coming back, Nebraska has an opportunity to match up better in the big ten Now this year you can almost argue it wasn't even a sense of matchups it was a sense of just not being able to shoot the basketball and like that that was that's 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 being like real.
2: Nebraska just couldn't shoot for a chunk of the season. You were missing shots, they were making shots, and when they missed shots, you weren't getting rebounds. You weren't getting rebounds. Yeah, so then so it's with, those the, three with the
1: whole matchup, with the whole matchup discussion or topic or idea of it, um Nebraska set up just just a tad bit better. Not saying they wouldn't have found another guy in the transfer portal cuz we know Nebraska's ability to go into the transfer portal so and, and attract play. guys. But Ooh it's that continuity it's having a a fifth year senior a super a super senior if you will coming back and who who knows the landscape of the big 10 has seen it twice or for two years at nebraska and and just been able to play through it for two years um play through it for a year and a half i guess since he had to sit out that one year but speaking of the transfer portal
2: the uh i know i know nebraska fans are all you know either either pro or against transfer portal, well, at least Nebraska, and, and even the first year when they kind of cleaned house, but they had you know one or two guys left on the roster, Murray State, their entire roster is in the I transfer did see portal. That. I did see that. Murray State's entire basketball roster the, is, the in entire thing. is in the transfer portal. All of them. And they made the, the NCAA tournament, too. Mm-hmm. They lost to St. Peter's. That's right. In the second round. Unreal. In our future of cloud survey, Deloitte discovered two approaches to innovation. Those who look at the new technologies and changes swirling around them and wonder what's possible. And those who use cloud to engineer their possible. Generating new revenue, advancing processes, and sparking cultures of innovation. Learn more about what separates these cloud innovators. Download Closing the Cloud Strategy, Technology, and Innovation Gap at deloitte.com slash us slash cloud survey. Wild stuff. The entire roster. So look, Nebraska ball fans, it could be worse. It's bad, but it could be a lot worse. It could be worse. And um, at least we've got people coming back. Th- that's
1: true. There like I don't know I don't know how much you actually read into like Derek Walker coming back, what that means for the program or what the view of the program is. Blaze Keita and-, and Ramel Lloyd, I would take you know, I would put more into that decision for them to reaffirm their commitments because it still shows that Fred Hoiberg's name carries a little bit of weight, mm-hmm. and that Nebraska has the facilities needed to win. Like they have, they have everything off the floor. They have the names. They have. They have the facility. Like. Everything that you need off the floor to win fifteen or eight sixteen games in a season, which once again is not a lot when you can get when you should have you know nine ten non conference wins every mm-hmm. single year seven eight nine, um, every single year. It, it showed that Nebraska and and Fred Hoiberg specifically still have a little bit of weight, um in in attracting talent to Nebraska. Now, is it great talent? Is it gonna be? Is it gonna transition onto the floor? That's yet to be determined, Who knows? and thus far, it rarely has. Like, if you think back to some of the guys that they've gotten, people forget about Gervais Green, and like people forget mm. about... Jervey Green. They had to re-recruit. Jerv- yes, they did. But he was one of those guys that all we heard about coming in was score, score, mm-hmm. score. He he dropped fifty in in a game at at Western Nebraska Community College or wherever it is. And and he can score, and then he came and he his shot was broke, yeah, like absolutely broke. Cam Mack was, had triple double. Cam Mack had some things going on as well. Like there was, there were a lot of people that this staff has recruited. Teddy, Teddy Allen's one. Shamil. I, I miss Shamil. I like
2: Shamil Do you a miss lot. Shamil?
1: but like if if you look at the roster, it, it looks completely different every single year. And I understand that that's like Samari. <clears throat> Samari Curtis, that's right. They didn't
2: recruit Thomas Allen, but they did lose Thomas Allen. They did lose him. But then Thomas Allen went to NC State, NC State. And, and didn't really play a ton. He got hurt like two years in a row, and then I don't know what happened. Um, Yeah, they brought in a lot of guys s- with a lot of hype and haven't really it just hasn't worked out. out on the court. Um, But you hear, you know, in practice, this person's doing this. Kevin Cross. Latman. <laughs> Somebody was going to say it.
1: Uh, re- well, remember, so that was their their first year. That was the year that Deshaun Burke was a senior, and it was like he was their guy. Mm-hmm. Ended up being Matej Kavas, Hanif Cheatham. Like Hanif Cheatham was Hanif- good,
2: but he did not score. Hanif Cheatham, uh, tearing it up in uh, Euroleague. I believe. Really? Yeah, I believe he's doing very well over there. So, like, I'm looking at their their
1: um, their roster from 2019, and it's. Akola Rope's gone. Kevin Cross gone.
2: Noah Vedril. Akola Rope doing doing well at UNO. Noah Vedrel, gone. Kevin Cross doing well at Tulane. Tulane. Yeah. Cam Mack gone.
1: Shamil Stevenson gone. Uh Derek Walker still here. Woo. Samari Curtis gone. Hanif Cheatham gone. Jervey Green gone. Ivan gone. Matei Kavas gone. Chris Ivan. Charlie Easley gone. Brant Banks gone. <laughs> but not really. <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> um and then Delano gone. Delano, so, from, NBA. From their first year on campus, Fred Hoiberg and company has one one guy left over from first year, and that's Derek Walker, who sat techni- out that without COVID. Yeah, s- sat out without COVID, though. Also, would not be here; would have been done this year. Yeah, and then like we can go to two years ago, and it's Teddy, Elijah Wood, once again, Shamil, who who redshirted that first year. Um, Trevor Lake's gone, Ivan gone, Akola Rope gone, Eduardo Andre gone, Delano Banton gone. Like they, they it is it is apparent as ever that this, this staff just continually has to rebuild um entire rosters and it's it's just um frustrating. that's why that's why with the Fred Hoiberg and the reaffirming of commitments, like it actually shows that there is a little bit of leeway and, and Fred Hoyberg's name still carries weight in the basketball world. Let's head to the Honda Lincoln hotline, 402-464-5685. We got Wayne on the hotline. Wayne what's up? The Can you turn your radio down a little bit, Wayne? Yeah, that's my voice.
2: Wayne? Five. Wayne. Four. Three. All right.
1: Two. Well Wayne Wayne if you Bye, uh Wayne. Wayne if you want to call back, go ahead and call back. Yeah, Nathan, do you know his
0: his thought? So what it sounded like, the the premise of what he was saying, is that a lot of these players are making so much money now, and they're essentially signing contracts when it comes to NIL playing for these teams, and that you shouldn't be transferring and jumping ships so easily because you signed a contract, you have an obligation to stay with these teams, and now money is involved, so mm-hmm. you're essentially a professional athlete.
1: It makes sense.
2: Um, I,
1: I think also just
2: not no. winning. Okay, go ahead, Rico. Go ahead. You're not signing a contract with the school to get these these deals with yeah that's with true. your your name, image, and likeness. So you're not a professional. There, I mean, there's high schoolers doing this. Mm-hmm. You're not a professional athlete. You're you're using yourself to gain this money, you and I are understand. In a sense a I, I, under, I understand. I understand that yeah. that you're getting more exposure because of the college you go to and the popularity of the college, and and you going there helps you out, but. You're not again. You're not signing a contract to get money from this university.
1: Well, it's not from the university, but it's. it's but that
2: that would be a professional athlete. You're, you're signing to right, get right, money right. from this from the from the uh, uh, organization that you're with. So, you're right. And, and with that, though, also
1: like that does play a part in where guys go. It does. It does. At the end of the day, um, and I will say this, like. I don't know how much I can blame. Once again, it goes back to like the whole college football thing for me. And maybe it's just the different era that, that we've grown up with in Rico. And, and listening to Vershawn and those guys tell the stories, you know, like I committed in a brat. Like it's super, super cool. Unfortunately, like it's just not where we're at. Like this is going to make a lot of people mad. It's hard for me to get mad at somebody, if their situation is not good, if it's out of their control, and beca- with it being out of their control, it's not good. As in, if if they if they can work hard, and the situation can be bad for them, and if they jump ship because they had the team had eight wins, and the coach still doesn't give them a shot, mm-hmm. like at, at one point, there's nothing you can do. I see zero problems with that. Go ahead, Nate.
0: Uh, well, what Wayne was saying is that you maybe you're not literally signing a contract, yeah. but you're basically signing a contract because without broadcasting your name, image, and likeness with a Nebraska uniform yep. on on a Saturday afternoon, you aren't going to have those opportunities.
1: You're right. You're absolutely right. You're not a Division one athlete unless you wear a Nebraska across the chest. I get that.
0: And I so. think the other frustration, too, is that a lot of these guys with NIL— you could make the argument, if you went straight to being a professional, so say you went straight to the G League, which is now an opportunity, mm-hmm. I could make the argument that Bryce McGowan's, maybe not this year, but if he were to stay another year, probably would be making more at Nebraska than he would in the G League. I don't know if there's See, any way I to quantify know. that, but I'd say it would be the case. Because
1: I have heard top recruits they've gotten, uh, and ones with Nebraska interest, have been offered
2: around 500 grand for a G League spot. I don't think you're getting five hundred grand in a single season at Nebraska.
0: No, I don't think so either. But five hundred thousand dollars to play in the G League? Where are they getting that money? Okay, the G League it, doesn't have that much money. It's coming straight that's, from the NBA. Fine.
1: Okay, so you want to see who's on the phone. Even if it's on the three hundred, even if it's three hundred thousand, mm-hmm. I don't think you're making three hundred grand at Nebraska. No, especially as a Nebraska
2: a basketball player. Like, six figures is a lot. Like
1: it's a lot. Like think about it. Like it's it's actually a lot all right, let's bring let's bring Wayne in. Wayne, what's up, man?
0: Well you brought up all the stuff that I wanted to bring up. If they go pro, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I don't want to take any food out of anybody's mouth or Yeah. You know, people helping their family. So if they go pro, that's no problem. It's good just go jumping shit to go to another team
1: mm-hmm.
0: because they're second they second strength. That makes sense. And they don't want to wait they don't want to wait till 'til they're a junior or, you know, a sophomore.
1: Yeah, that that makes sense. That's all I have. Thanks, Wayne. I I appreciate. I'm glad we could uh, finally get you on. That, that that totally makes sense, honestly. And and what I mean by that, my whole thought on and I kind of know we're jumping back and forth between NIL and transfer and and all that. My whole thing with the transfer portal like nowadays, um there there are cases and situations where coaches don't allow players opportunities. And and players could work and sometimes a situation just doesn't work out. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And if, if that's the case, and, and now on the flip side of that, there are a lot of a lot of other situations where do like players, whether it's male or female, like that take that out of it, that they just jump ship because they got benched. They, the they got benched, yeah, and, and and that is where I have a problem with it. Where I don't have a problem with it is if situations just straight up don't work out like that. Just happens. Um, and, like and honestly, I, I don't I don't like bashing bashing athletes for, for transferring or jumping ship. If the situation just straight up mm-hmm. didn't work out, if it just didn't work out, whether whether the, the coach and the player didn't mesh well enough or anything like that or and, and things like that. I so. think
0: a lot of times, though, too, is a lot of these players like to chase the name being right out of high school. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think my perfect example is Ricky Slade. I mean, he decided to go to Penn State. Yep. Didn't work out of Penn State. Now you end up at Old Dominion. He's not even playing at Old Dominion. Yeah. So if that was the type of school that you were going to be playing at, start out there initially. Yeah. If you're just going to automatically assume I'm going to play for Alabama and Georgia, and then get mad when you don't play for two seasons, when that was, that was told to you in the recruiting. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's no way that Nick Saban's telling you you're going to start immediately. Yeah. At Alabama, rarely. Well, does that see, happen. there's
1: a standard. There's there's a. St- I mean, that's a whole other discussion as well. When we bump up against the clock, but that's a whole another whole another like conversation to have. Is there's a standard at those places that. We don't know if it is at Nebraska. Yeah, you, you we, don't, we don't. We have no. We, like, that's the honest truth: is we have no idea what the standard is at Nebraska yeah, right now. Like and everybody we haven't knows, known, not just since Scott Frost took over, but once Mike Riley took over, we still have no idea of the standard. We, because once again, it's it's lack of transparency and, and just lack of identity. There, there's nothing, mm-hmm. unfortunately, and that's a that's a whole other conversation. Let's go ahead and get to break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up this uh, on the other side. We'll continue this. Maybe we'll probably bring Nate back in. Why not? Um, 402-464-5685 feel free to send in your thoughts the rest of the show we'll be right back on the happy hour
0: download our app by searching 93.7 the ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are more of the happy hour is next on 93.7 the ticket and the ticketfm.com.